0: Welcome. We trust you will be encouraged by this message from Mahesh Chavda by Chavda Ministries International. Real love. Real people. Real power. Praise Praise the Lord. It's wonderful to be together to be able to watch and pray. This is the watch of the Lord. As most of you know, we have been going for 25 years without fail. And we have had the opportunity to lead the watch in Jerusalem at the Western Wall a few times. We watched and prayed there. One time we had about 120 nations watching with us. That was Quite an experience. We also watched and prayed in the Toronto. uh, It was a big conference. They asked us to lead the watch. We started uh, around ten o'clock and had communion at six o'clock in the morning. We had almost four thousand people watching and praying. So it's been a privilege for us to obey the Lord's word Jesus has said to us watch and pray say watch and pray so that's a important ingredient for the health of the church and for the health of the individual and uh, I think there are certain things that we have missed and yet God has, in his mercy has poured out several outpourings that have quickened some of the life truths that God wants us to live by and be blessed by these awesome revelations of the living God I would point out uh, for example the Azusa street revival that was just major outpouring of the Lord that went on for several years and out of it emerged of course Papa Seymour the one-eyed black preacher who helped trigger this whole thing by his watch uh, and prayer in in Los Angeles more than a hundred years ago now there's will be about 108 plus or maybe much more ten but it impacted the nations it impacted United States in fact we have celebrated uh, in not in the last several months some important dates for example the the founding of this nation July 4th we celebrated the Independence Day but we look to the founding of this nation what the founding fathers did and what the Constitution means how valuable it is how important it is and because we have had some controversy and even at the Olympics there have been some incidents that have some people who are one who have turned their back on the flag or turn uh, insulted the national anthem it and it what they don't realize it it just degrades Their victory degrades the personhood in eyes of the whole world. We don't see, by the way, I just want to say that there aren't other nations that uh, you turn your back and on its flag or something. If you're from Iran and they (laughs) raise the flag and you're from Iran, I think you would be probably spending the rest of your days in jail. Um, And so This is the only nation, the free nation that uh, does. um, Tolerate that and yet. We just renewed our desire to go back to our foundations and know that God helped found this nation that the founding fathers were. Men and women and I will include men because if you read the lives of people like John Adams and others that they had some of the most godly, amazing, smart, educated wives. Um, And so it was the founding fathers and the founding mothers. But they were all quickened by the great awakening, that they were inspired by the Holy Spirit. And the Word of God was very essential and important in their lives. And that the Constitution of the United States is based on the Word of God. so And therefore, this nation has stood strong. We have had some challenges up and down, but we really thank the Lord that we have the freedom. Though the enemies attack, like I said before, but in different ways. Um, And as I began uh, this evening, I I pointed out that... uh, one of the forces of darkness, and we find that, by the way, we have on Sunday mornings been uh, we've been going over the Apostles' Creed and then over the uh, the picture of what the church is supposed to be, and especially in the Book of Ephesians, there are seven pictures of what the church is according uh, to the apostolic instructions that we see in the Book of Ephesians that. There is the, the the Bible points out that we are the called out ones that we were at once one time all of us we sat in darkness, but God has transferred us by faith in Jesus Christ from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. So we are called out, called out from darkness into light, into the kingdom of God, and that we are the assembled ones, the assembly of God. The Bible calls us assembly because we gather together then and then give, release prayers and decrees that are important, that matter up in the heavenlies, that things start happening in the nations and that we are, well, the last two pictures, one of my favorite, some of my favorite pictures of the Bible in Ephesians is the, in the Bible calls us, not only we are the family of God, also, we're a family where Jesus Christ is our elder brother. God that is your heavenly father. Isn't that wonderful to know whatever our personal histories and whatever the strengths, the weaknesses our fleshly father or parents had, but our God, our spiritual father is God Almighty who sent Jesus Christ. And we had faith in Jesus who's, Gave his life, we are washed in his precious blood. And then uh, he said he would promise after, uh, the, on the 50th day after his resurrection, he would pour out his spirit upon all flesh. So we are, and we are, from time to time, God allows us to go through these testing seasons just to renew us because God, just as he poured himself out, as I was talking about, Maria Woodward, that her and it might be good for you to sometimes check out some of these old treatises and writings, for example, of Maria Woodward or Papa Seymour or uh, Smith Wigglesworth, some of those. And by the way, they Maria Woodward, Edder specifically, but Smith Wigglesworth also and Papa Seymour prophesied that about 100 years later from that visitation, there would be another visitation that would be 10 times bigger and greater than anything that Azusa Revival dreamed of. I had the privilege, by the way, some of you know, that I was invited to be at Los Angeles in the big arena, the stadium, uh, where there was a great gathering from all over the nations to celebrate and welcome again the Holy Spirit on the 100th anniversary of Azusa Revival. And they gave me the fifty years before Pastor o Roberts was he had the job of officially welcoming the Holy Spirit to the nations and on the hundredth anniversary, they gave me the job to officially welcome the Holy Spirit to the nations, so that was you could you can look it up on YouTube uh, and they have that it's really great, but we are Right now, there are challenges also. It's difficult for certain gatherings, for example, even in Canada, that church is very difficult and challenging to meet. And in some of the states, it's not easy for us, for the church, together, together, to pray. And I want you to know that it is part of our strength is being able to gather together to pray, to worship, To share the word of God, prophesy over each other, and all that—that's something that the enemy has tried to uh, drain from us. It is preferred above all that we be able to be get together physically. Some have tried to do the best they can by meeting by Zoom and by by uh, uh, on on internet. It's it can acceptable I would say of course but it's not the best so this COVID attacks and then the variants and all of that so it's it's really interesting to observe the back and forth how those who are for uh, I would say looks like they would take away our freedoms to meet to be together uh, and they are They won't let go of this. And so they want to bring back some more of these controls. And Americans, from the way back, from our Constitution, we were all birthed in freedom, loving freedom. And Jesus, it says, I read the scriptures in Luke 4, Jesus came to set the captives free. says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. To preach good news to the poor, and he says, eyes to the plant, and to set the captors free. So that is part of the Holy Spirit's job, and he is going to do it. At the same time, I mean, it's it's really interesting, and it's it's a matter for us to pray. Um, By the way, how many of you enjoyed the worship? Is that was it great? I wanted to recognize a wonderful. Worship team, Michael, led by Michael Nikam. And then Diana Obesison, Armand, hold on, Armand Decker, Dennis Denton, Travis Boodoo, and Grace Lindop. Now give them a big clap. Say thank you, guys. So it's, uh, as you looked at, on one hand, the White House is saying we're going to declare a lockup. What do they call it? The... Lockdown, yeah, and sometimes that means every, all of us will have to wear a mask, and they're even saying indoor. You wear a mask. I don't well, I, you know. If we get affectionate towards your wife, and you would kiss her, you would have to kiss her through the mask. I guess. I, I mean, <laughs> it's quite confusing, but. A lot of parents are saying, my child, I just don't want my child to have to wear a mask. And so there are parents withdrawing their children from the grade school. The governor, Ron DeSantis of Florida, came out, I believe it's today. He made a major declaration, said, in this state, state of Florida, we're not going to allow lockdowns. We will not require our children to have to wear masks. And uh, and then the hint is that many other states are going to follow his leadership. And uh, they're saying that the children having to stay for hours being masked, it, it hurts them. It, it doesn't help them. that chil- children have their own automatic immunities that they are the most immune <laughs> humans around uh, and yet there are all these uh, commands that have been given to us so it certainly is a matter of prayer but uh, and and then by the way just i, I mentioned that again but i, I want to, i'm deeply concerned that we do this is a place where we pray we worship, we praise the Lord, but we also uh, pray for important facets. For example, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And it is important for us that part of the foundation, two legs, that we pray for our nation. But we also pray for, our, uh, for the command that the Lord has given. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love thee. So, we are simultaneously blessing Israel even tonight, and praying for its peace and God's protection over that land as well as over us and over all the nations of the earth who are seeking the lord but we it was it really has been some strange days where the bureaucrats have decided that we also trying to reduce our economic strength purposely, that we will not allow the gas, gasoline and petroleum that we have, I mean abundance of that, that we don't have to borrow a bag from anybody. But now, uh, just in the last few weeks it looks like we're going to borrow and bag even from uh, other nations from the Middle East and even perhaps from Russia. I don't, and yet And yet we're not allowed to produce our own petroleum. So it does affect the economy, by the way. And so we want to pray tonight. We pray, Lord, heal our economic strength. Give us our strength. But America has always been, uh, God has blessed us and may continue to bless us so that we may not be heading towards economic disaster and tremendous inflation where we're not able to really... Uh, buy gasoline, or if we buy gasoline, we have to make choices. We may not be able to buy this food, buy this food, or that food. It, chicken may be too expensive. I, it It's something that we need to be aware of and not uh, be so unconscious of it so that suddenly this comes all of a sudden and tries to grab us and try to define who we are. We are going to be. The Lord has told us we would enjoy abundance. That the thief has come to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus says, I've come to give you life and that abundantly. Say abundant life. So there is a concept that I, I want to touch tonight um, that's not often talked about. That we want to claim that we are In that, that God is releasing in this great visitation, may we experience a kind of blessing that he talks about in this unique concept that's mentioned in the Bible. And Jesus refers to it, it is declaration in Luke 4, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And then it concludes with, and I declare the acceptable year of the Lord, or the acceptable year of the Lord's favor, where well, it harks back to a particular kind of blessing that Lord talked about. You find that in Leviticus chapter 25. It's a challenge to pronounce Leviticus. But anyway, Leviticus 25, uh. Uh, first, the first few verses, it explains about the Sabbaths. By the way, today is a Sabbath day, according to the Jewish tradition. And on occasion, we light the candle to honor the Sabbath here. Uh, But it goes on here in this instruction. And it says, and you shall count seven Sabbaths, say seven Sabbaths, of years for yourself. Seven times seven years. Seven times seven Totals to forty-nine, and the time of the seven sabbaths of years shall be to you forty-nine years. Then you shall cause the trumpet of the jubilee to sound on the tenth day of the seventh month. I, you heard me blow the shofar. I think Mary was blowing the shofar, someone else, and uh, we we love to blow the shofar here from time to time, and uh, we like this. This is the. The kudu horn, so it's it's a natural uh, creation. Um, you can do the sheep horn, the ram's horn. Uh, but I like the so- sound of the kudu. Um, but the trumpet is blast. Now this is important. God's instruction here is, and then you would hear the sound of the shofar all across Israel, according to this scripture. Then he shall cause the trumpet of the Jubilee. Now, so the trumpet, it could be the silver trumpet or this type of trumpet. On the, to sound, on the tenth day of the seventh month, on the day of atonement, you shall make the trumpet to sound throughout all your land. Say, throughout all the land. And you shall consecrate the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout all the lands to all its inhabitants. Guess what? I'll pause here for a moment and tell you that this is part of the founding of America. This this is a direct quote was taken from here and put on the Liberty Bell. And how many of you have heard of the Liberty Bell? The US Liberty Bell and it rang until it kinda cracked. But it has a writing on it, and the writing is what I read out. And you shall consecrate the fiftieth proclaim. It says that quote, proclaim liberty throughout all the land to all its inhabitants thereof, it says. So it's that so the the Declaration of Independence and the founding of our nation, its birth in the word, liberty or jubilee, this is part of the concept of jubilee. Say jubilee. So the jubilee, God says, there are going to be Sabbath. Sabbath is important, by the way. In, the, in, the, in Israel, Israel was an agrarian society. By that, it depended quite a bit on mostly, on its, the economy dependent on agriculture and so the whole the land was fertile god brought them to this land this is the promised land so he said you're going to eat of vineyards you never planted and etc etc and you're going to drink from the wells that you never dug so it was a kind of a blessing god says this is already made for you and you enjoy the blessing this is part of the promise say promised land provision So as God brought them, under the leadership, you read that in Deuteronomy, and then you read that, of course, in the book of Joshua. Under the leadership, as Moses passes away, then Joshua takes over as leader. Under the leadership of Joshua, who's anointed, he helps them cross the Jordan River and the cross into the promised land. And so they enjoy uh, physically, promised land provision. Now, with but it's a spiritual truth that the Lord is saying to us uh, under Jesus. Then, which is the version, a different version of the name of Joshua. We are brought by the power of the Holy Spirit into the land of promises. So, G- God wants us to enjoy the blessings of god in our jubilee our jubilee then i for me i the revelation is that the spiritual revival what does it do it quickens the word of god and of course brings all of us as many as can who are open to salvation through jesus christ and so i want to declare over us that jesus is The jubilee, he is our jubilee. And all those blessings become real for us through Jesus Christ. So I I will, uh, and then go on and read. It shall be a jubilee for you and each of you shall return to his possession and each of you shall return to his family. That 50th year shall be a jubilee to you. Say a jubilee for me. Said that the Lord makes it personal, to us corporately and to us personally. That uh, and shall you shall return to his family. That fiftieth year shall be a jubilee to you. In it, you shall neither sow nor reap, what grows of its own accord, nor gather the grapes of your un- untended vine, for it is the jubilee. It shall be holy to you you shall eat its produce from the field. In this year of Jubilee, each of you shall return to his possessions. If you sell anything to your neighbor or buy from your neighbor's hand, you shall not oppress one another. According to the number of years after the Jubilee, you shall buy from your neighbor and according to the number of years of crops, he shall sell to you. According to the multitude of years, you shall increase its price And according to the fewer numbers of years, you shall diminish its price. For he sells to you according to the number of the years of the crops. Therefore you shall not oppress one another, but you shall fear your God, for I am the Lord your God. So you shall observe my statutes, keep the judgments, perform them. And you will dwell in the land in safety. Say safety. Then the land will yield its fruit. You will eat your fill and dwell there in safety. if you say, what shall we eat in the seventh year, since we shall not sow, nor gather in our produce, then I will command my blessing on you in the sixth year. And it will bring forth produce enough for three years. Say, three years. It's awesome. And you shall sow in the eighth year and eat old produce until the ninth year. Until its produce comes in, you shall eat of the old harvest. So this is part of the concept. It is a very unusual concept. It's very profound in the Bible. There's nothing like this concept in any other aspect of the world. And yet it is part of everything that we believe. So Leviticus talks about the Sabbath. Sabbath is the seventh day. Friday night through Saturday morning and early afternoon is Sabbath for the Jewish people. And then on Sunday is where we come together to worship officially. But Sabbath is also important for us. So I really appreciate the fact that the Lord commanded us, gave us uh, the gift to be watching and praying. On the Sabbath, that's the seventh day. Then there is the sabbatical year, that's the seventh year. And seven times seven, so on the 49th year, you will stop planting. Until then, you can sow and reap and do all things. But after that, you stop For two years, basically, you eat the fruit of the land, but you have not planted or sowed. It's God says, I will provide for you abundantly. So he is my provider. So, in the year of Jubilee, then, all debts are canceled. Any debt that you owe it's canceled. Isn't that nice? So any any debt, anyone owes, it's forgiven. You start over. So in that society, it used to happen quite often, people would get in debt, would take a loan and not be able to pay. So people would have to go serve someone else. Basically, there would be indentured servants or slaves. But on in the year of Jubilee they're all set free. They have to. It's a command. When that shofar blows you say thank you very much. I'm going home. And so every child is set free and gets home. Say home. So it's freedom for anyone who has been imprisoned. By the way, um, there were <laughs> basically people would be indentured or slaved and because of debt. Um, if they had broken other laws, that basically that was, I mean, rape or murder, things like that. They would be executed. That was the law during that time so but people who are who they had to sell their land because of pressure their land came back to them in the year of Jubilee so all land came back to its original owner so it was good news to the poor say good news so that's why Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anoint me, anointed me to preach good news to the poor. So your children will come home. They're not going to be enslaved. On the basis of the jubilee, and of course, what the blessings through Jesus Christ, you have every right to stand and pray, devil, take your hand off my children. In the name of Jesus, there's addiction or there's drugs, alcohol or unbelief or humanism or whatever it is that would come keep my children from knowing the Lord. We take authority. This part of the blessing, Jesus is my jubilee. That's a cancel. So even though the, just a footnote, even though the Jewish people agreed 100% with the teaching of Jubilee. They believed it. But un- until Messiah came, it w- even when Jesus came, they had not yet practiced, put it in practice. So this was yet to be. But they believed that Messiah comes He would bring back the jubilee. And he would show them and help with the anointing to do the jubilee. So when Jesus returns from the 40-day fast, on the Sabbath, he reads from the scroll, scroll that quote, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. That scroll is from Isaiah 61. And Israel had prophesied the Messiah was going to come in the year of Jubilee. But the Messiah was announcing not just the year of Jubilee when Messiah came, when Jesus came. He declared, this is the age of Jubilee. Or we can refer to it as the kingdom of God. So, and part of the essentiality of the message was liberty. Proclaim liberty throughout the nation. So this this nation, in the USA, was founded not just on the principles of freedom, but on the concept of jubilee. Liberty Bell, 1751. Proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof. That's in verse ten, as I emphasized. And part of it then was forgiveness for all the dead. And then in Jesus Christ, you have total forgiveness of any. How many of you have made some boo boos? I've made some dumb mistakes. And God says every mistake, any sin is forgiven in the spirit of jubilee. So Jesus says, Father, forgive them on the cross because they know not what they do. And freedom from any kind of debt. And so people who are in debt, were sold into slavery, that was totally canceled out in Jubilee. For so, so freedom from slavery to sin, from freedom from any bondage to Satan. So that's part of the thing that we have been really. There has been like some of the laws that used to protect our borders. From what I understand, especially on our southern borders, those controls and laws they have no help from the federal government uh, and so the the drug cartels are more active almost than almost any other time in history, and so more drugs are coming across our border, and it is the jo- I believe essential that the church of Jesus Christ stand up and start interceding. We have enough drugs they have said in the country already and they are importing more from fentanyl other things from cocaine other drugs. Whatever we will sell the cartels they have also just it'll it's so horrible and it will break your heart that there is A lot of sex trafficking. We want to pray. God, we pray for the release of the captives. And Lord, we bind every power of the drug cartels that are involved in sex trafficking and importing drugs. So just think more fentanyl in our land. It can kill every American several times over, and yet plenty is left over. And we want to pray that this you get free or I mean, almost bargain price drugs and especially in some portions of our culture, the devil attacks the young people, especially, and they are victimized by the spirit of drugs. And I believe there is a a spirit of addiction and a spirit of drug addiction we have prayed i've prayed for alcohol addiction we have prayed for drug and seen people delivered but if they love that stuff so much some will return to it so it is important for us this that we take on one hand there are the blessings that god has said jesus has come to set the captives free and he has give, come to give you life and that abundantly. So on one hand, we, he has given us the authority. Say authority. So we, we have not only been set free, but God continues to commission us to proclaim, proclaim blessing and liberty throughout the land that you find liberty through Jesus Christ, that you are a captive and a bondage to Satan until Jesus' is blood sets us free it's not just the concept of Jesus but the awesome power of the blood of Jesus that set me free that set you free and that blood covers you it says in Revelation they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony the the other aspect by the way that uh I said there was forgiveness for us, and the other word that comes is restoration that the Lord brings us into rest- restoration of families, restoration of uh even physical restoration um it says. In jeremiah thirty verse seventeen for I will restore health unto you, and I will heal you of your wounds, says Jehovah, because they have called you an outcast, saying it is thine no man will seek after God. So, I will restore health, say he is restoring health to me <clears throat> mark eight twenty five then again he laid his hands upon his eyes. And he looked steadfastly, and was restored. Say, restored. And saw all things clearly. Matthew twelve thirteen. Then he said to the man, "Stretch forth your hand." And he stretched it forth, and it was restored whole, as, as the other. <clears throat> the. Also. God says he will restore whole marital relationships, family relationships. God's promise is for full restoration. You'll find that more amplified in Joel chapter 2. And God says, and I will pour out my spirit upon all and you shall prophesy. I'll pour out my spirit upon your sons and daughters and they shall prophesy. The The promise is not only for us, but for our families and uh, part of the restoration prophet. Just like if you've lost any land, God says, I will restore that land to you. Even if you sold it. But on the 50th year, jubilee comes, your land is restored back to you. And in the same manner, then health is restored. Our children relationship with our children is restored. Our children will come back home. Well, I believe that means they will come back to their faith, a faith of their families, faith of their fathers. And the other thing God will also, the other truth in Jubilee is the message of faith that God says, you will not plant. So what will I eat? You just relax and see how much I provide for you. That there will you will give the land rest. Every seventh year we are supposed to, in fact, give the land rest. But especially in the year of Jubilee, the fiftieth year, the land rests. How are we going to eat? That's where we exercise faith my God, his name is Jehovah Jireh. Say, my God provides. So he is your provision in this hour. And as this thing has attacked, and I've read some of the figures, that it has really tried to steal from us economically. Almost 19 to 20% economy, the devil has tried to steal. And a lot of our business owners, especially restaurant owners, they say it has been quite tragic for them because uh, the federal government has interfered in some that they don't have enough workers. And as we, uh, as I, Michael and I were last week, we we had to minister in Ashland, Virginia, and we saw most restaurants we uh, we went to they had a list of every section of their restaurant they needed help we need may uh, we need waitresses we need dishwashers we need cooks we need this. I mean and you could see the lead and uh, every place could need well could use workers They desperately needed more workers and what it means is there's been shenanigans that have so that people say, "Why should I work? I'm getting for free, etc, cetera, etc, cetera. and it is horrible for the morale of the nation, because it hurts the economy in the end. And so we want full restoration in our economy, in our families and our health, our mental health. This thing has played a number over us, and uh, I've enunciated some of it. From fears to anxieties to headaches to even skin conditions because of this COVID thing. And uh, the Lord said to them, don't plant any seed. For two years, live by faith. Trust in God. For I'm Jehovah Jireh, the Lord your provider. And so be in faith. Tell your neighbor, be in faith, neighbor. And Romans tells us what? Romans 10, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. It's important that all of us, that's part of the commandment, forsake not the assembling of yourselves. And so we we come together, hear the word of God, and some people have the habit, I don't know how many of you put on Something on your apps where someone is reading about the word of God while you sleep. But that may not be a bad idea. Uh, recent days, I mean, I've known it has happened. But um, some major leaders communicated with me uh, over the last few months. We pray your healing from on high all night long and it's helped change their lives it's, it's um anyway that's the word of god the every scripture on healing that has been quickened by the lord for us put to music so that's uh, part of the thing that helps you build you build your faith the matthew 9 20 to 22 I just want to refer you to this amazing woman we talk about. For two thousand years later we still talk about the woman with the issue of blood. And she kept saying to herself it's almost became a sing song. If I touch him, I'll be healed. If I touch him, I'll be healed. If I touch and she didn't care what was blocking her, she made her way through To touch the hem of Jesus' garment. And she was healed. From the top of her head. To the tip of her toes. Because she was encouraging herself. Pressing in. In faith. Say in faith. And that is. Part of the lesson I felt like. It was important for us. In this season we are going to. Keep pressing in. Keep pressing in. If I touch him. I'll be made whole. If I speak this word, God's going to heal. And of course we do things that are in the natural. But Jesus is Jehovah Rapha. He is the Lord, my healer. And above all, we're going to speak the word over each of us and say he is the Lord, is my healer. He restores my soul. Psalm 23. I shall lack for nothing, Jehovah Roi Loefsa The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not lack. So, Jesus, John ten ten, Jesus came to give life, and that abundantly. Second Corinthians nine eight, and God is able to bless you abundantly. Say abundantly. Second Peter one, says His divine power has given us everything we need. Matthew 6. Seek first his kingdom and its righteousness and all these things will given will be given to you. Philippians 4:19 and my God will meet or supply all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. So this is I'm going to declare in faith over each of us. Put your hand on yourself. Say, I declare this is the year of jubilee for me. I am in jubilee through the blood of Jesus, through faith in Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. He is my King. He's my healer. He's my supply. In the name of Jesus, I shall lack for nothing. He is my shepherd. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We hope you enjoyed this message. To order more great resources by Mahesh Chavda, visit us at chavdaministries.org. For a full catalog of our products, you can call us at 1-800-730-6264. God bless you.